What is up? It's your host, Alicia, and you're here for a good time. It's so am I. Can you imagine if I used that line the moment I showed up to a guy's house for like a one night stand? Epic. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Here for a Good Time. If you're new here, welcome to the sorority. And if you're an OG, welcome back. So last week, I actually decided to put a pause on the podcast along with just socials in general because of, of course, what is happening in the world right now. If you don't know what is happening, which is, I I don't even know how you wouldn't, but if you don't know what is happening or why it's happening, the internet is free. Please do research. Make sure it's like an actual accredited source that it is coming from. So there's that. But kind of pause all of that along with just being online because I had so much work to do. Um, But when I did go online on Saturday, I just doom scrolled the entire time and then learning and then sobbing and a cycle of that. And maybe some of you have done the same thing. And so welcome to my life because I'm the queen of doom scrolling. But I was at a point where I was like, okay, I need to put this away and just like live my life. I didn't have my couch that day. My couch just arrived, which I will tell you all about because it was so annoying. But I have this like weird chase. Is that a chase thing? What What's a chase? Like C-H-A-I-S-E. I feel like I have to look that up. Anyways, it's this like royal looking chair that you would use in photo shoots because I got it from a girl who used it as props for her photo shoots and stuff. And I want to say she was... I don't even know what kind of photo she was taking. Let's hope nothing funky happened on this chair. But it's like a dusty pink color. And if you know me, you know I dislike pink. Like, it's not like it's the end of the world if something is pink. However, I I don't fuck with pink. Like, it is just not my thing. It's It's never been on brand for me ever. And yeah, it's this like dusty rose pink. And I really want to upholster it. Not by myself. Hello, I'm not one of those. By the way, shout out to those people who do that and like find furniture and then like make it into pretty much gold and resell it. Oh, you're so talented. But that's that's not my thing. I'm not a DIY girly at all. But I want to upholster it. However, the last couple of weeks before my dog passed away, he would always come and like either sit on the chair or like, what do you call the thing that you put your foot? Is it a footstool? No, I feel like a footstool is like a mini ladder thing. A footrest? It's a footrest, right? Anyways, it's like the square thing that you put your feet up on and it goes with the chase. If it's the chase, it matches it. But he would always come and sit on it. And I just, I know it's been three and a half years since he passed. However, I can't upholster it because I'm so attached to it because it just like reminds me of him sitting on it. So yeah, I mean, this is me also sharing with you that I have deep attachment issues. Don't we all to some extent? However, mine runs like super deep. So yeah, that was the story on that. So I was sitting on that for like, I don't even know, three weeks. It was kind of really fucking uncomfortable and I've messed up my back in fucking a hundred ways than I could ever think of. But my couch finally arrived. So listen to what happened. So half of it arrived. There was five boxes. It came in five boxes. Two of them came last Thursday and I was like, okay, cool. My like bar stools, which are so cute, by the way, they're this like, is it boucle? Yeah, maybe am I saying, am I saying that right at least? 
but they're boucle and they're so freaking cute. So anyways, the two boxes for that came and then two boxes for all four of my stools came and I was like, perfect. I'm going to spend the entire day just getting my couch together. It didn't really make sense to me that my whole couch was, which is a sectional, like a three-seater sectional was going to be in two boxes. But I was like, "Mm, maybe like this is how it comes. I've never put a couch together. And so I guess this is it. However, the boxes did say one out of five and two out of five. And I was like, that's really weird. I open it up. And of course, it's only the bottom part and like a couple of the cushions. And I'm like, what is this? Like, this does not make sense whatsoever. And so I like freaked out, started messaging the people who I bought it from. And I was like, oh my gosh, only some of my couches here. Like, where's the rest? It says that it's all delivered. And our package room is super small. So I wouldn't have missed it in my apartment. And yeah, I didn't hear from them. (laughs) That was Thursday night. I got an email on Friday that the other three boxes came. But listen to this, because I know I have some Canadian listeners and also from around the world. So I don't know if the service exists anywhere besides the U.S., but the U.S. has this thing. It's called TaskRabbit. This isn't sponsored, by the way. However, TaskRabbit, if you want, if you want to hook your girl up, let me know. But it's called TaskRabbit, and you go on there and you search up what you need done, and it'll find somebody who does those things for you. And these people have these profiles on there, and you essentially can like hire somebody right on the spot. So on Thursday, I hired somebody, and he like came three hours later, I had to get him to come back. And he came back on Tuesday to get the other three boxes because they were so freaking heavy. But bless him. He was he's like this younger kid who's like saving up for his wedding and stuff. Oh, how sweet. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's so convenient because the distance from my package room. So how do I explain this? My apartment is like four separate buildings. And the package room is in the first building and I'm like three buildings away. So yeah, I was not going to be carrying these heavy ass boxes that far. Absolutely not. But he had a trolley thing and then I'm like upstairs and stuff. So I was like, how do I say this on here without giving too much away as if my listeners are going to come find me or something? Um, (laughs) Knowing my luck, I'm like, there is at least one creeper listening to this. Speaking of creepers, oh my gosh. I once had some guy who messaged me and was like, this is like when the podcast first started. And um, he messaged me and he was like, I do really dirty things to your voice. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, why are you telling me this? Like, no, you don't tell people that. Just keep it to yourself. Like, why? What was the point of telling me? Besides making me feel like you're a fucking weirdo and creeped out like stop it anyways these are the men that I attract this is why I'm single right now but he helped me out brought the rest of the couches or the boxes not the couches he brought the rest of the boxes and your girl built a couch I actually built a couch I'm sitting on it right now and she's comfy I think I have to wait for it to like fluff up it said it takes 72 hours or so but I don't give a fuck I like sat on it because I was like you know what I've been waiting for a couch for so long on top of that these boxes came at different times like I'm sitting on this couch fuck the chase because that's fucked up my back so yeah she's cute however I'm going to be recording from next week on 
video as well, which I'm really excited to do, but it's going to be on the couch. So you'll be seeing the couch next week, which means you're going to have to come back. And it's actually like pretty big. I mean, my living room was really big, awkwardly. It, it didn't feel this big when the couch wasn't in here, which is weirder because I'm like, isn't that the opposite of what's supposed to happen? But I didn't realize how big it actually is. So now I have to like do, put other things in here because it looks kind of empty. It's giving frat bro, but not. <laughs> it's messy. Your girl's kind of getting it together, okay? It's been a month since I moved and I shit you not. I don't know if this has happened to any of you, but the moment that I decided to move, there were so many other things happening at the same time. And so I had prior commitments to other things happening up in Vancouver and then one of my best friends was getting married out in Palm Springs. And so there were so many times where I was like pulled in different directions that I think the most that I've slept at my place up until this week was maybe three nights. And I was like, what the fuck? I now know why I was so chaotic because I wasn't even like, I didn't even really settle in. And I still am not fully settled in because I feel like I just built my couch and I want to decorate this place more. I still need a coffee table. But if anybody has like cute coffee table ideas, please send them my way. I don't want anything like too modern. I'm a like cozy kind of girl. I'm like fluffy. So I'm like cozy. I put the two and two together. And so, yeah, it's giving cozy vibes, but don't send me any of that like marble shit. I feel like marble is just not my thing. Is it any of your guys's? Like, it's just, it doesn't do anything for me. I feel like it's not, it's not my brand. However, some people, like, I am like, oh, this makes so much sense. I love, like, oh my gosh, Kim Kardashian's house, of course, um, is so stunning to me. Like, I love all this stone and the grays and the neutral and all that. I'm saying that as, like, everything from, <laughs> I'm saying that with a fucking pink dusty rose chase in my house <laughs> but no everything is like pretty white right now in terms of my furniture okay and yeah if you have any suggestions for a coffee table or even like decor I feel like I need one of those is it a what is it called like a side table under the tv I feel like I need one of those as well so I can have place to put all of my books. My mom asked if I wanted to take a bookcase and I have no idea where I would put my bookcase. My kitchen is also weirdly, like insanely large. And I'm like, why, why didn't you put a fucking island in here? Like it would make so much sense to, but they didn't. I really don't want to put um, like a dining area there because I'm like, whoever comes can sit on the stools. I built those stools. So you motherfuckers are going to sit on it. So that's what's happening over here. Half my clothes are in still hung. And yeah, your girl's is in strong mode. She's she's struggling. I'm hoping by the end of November, I'm like fully settled in. But I really want to host um, Thanksgiving here this year with my family. And so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how everything pans out. I mean, I have enough room now. So yeah, it's going to be my first. Amer no, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be my first American Thanksgiving because I was obviously with that guy. Actually, no, I never celebrated Thanksgiving here with him. Did I? No, I don't think so. I don't know where I was. I mean, 
speaking of relationships, your girl is fully single and like for the first time ever, you guys, I'm not even joking. I am so excited to just be alone and enjoy my own company and start doing things for myself. Like it's literally, this is going to sound so pathetic. So if you want to judge me, please do it right away or like slide into my DMs and be like, hey, I've been there too. But it's the first time since I think I was maybe like 18 or 19 where I don't feel like I need to be talking to somebody. And I forgot what this even fucking felt like. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, of course I don't need this attention from somebody. And it took me a while to get there. It took a lot of therapy and a lot of lessons and so much more. But I had gone into, I don't even know what I went into, but I got into the habit of like always talking to somebody. So if I wasn't dating somebody, I was always talking to somebody. And I'm like, this is the most cringe shit of my life. Like, Alicia, what are you fucking doing? Why don't you know how to be alone? It was so wild. And so I have recently learned how to do that and how much I really enjoy it because I just don't really need to be talking to anybody. Do you know what I mean? Has anybody else gone through this? Please tell me I'm not alone. Because I was like thinking about it and I was like, am I like maybe the only one who's ever gone through this? Like, am I an attention-seeking whore? No, I'm just kidding. I'm definitely not a whore. But am I like (laughs) somebody who craves that much attention that I need to be talking to somebody at all times? I totally get the whole like, the breakup happened in December and then I started talking to that guy in Washington right after. Um, but who he was, was, um, and bless him. Cause like he showed up so many times. I mean, there were so many things wrong, but he was also somebody who was like always on his phone as well. And so he would like always require a response or always be talking throughout the entire day. Or if he was driving, he would call me and stuff like that. And yes, some people love that. However, when I have somebody call me in the middle of the day while I'm like working or something like that, here's the thing. I get so sidetracked and maybe I have ADHD, but I get so sidetracked. I can't do anything for the rest of the day. Like I, <laughs> my work ends there. So if you're ever going to call me, <laughs> make sure it's like after 3 p.m. because I can stop work there and be like, okay, the rest of the day I can do whatever. However, don't call me at like 10 a.m. because then I'm like just fucked for the entire day. But It is so refreshing to be in a stage where I'm like, oh, I really don't need to text anybody or talk to anybody or, you know, try and date or anything like that. Like, I'm not on any of the apps. I don't want to be on any of the apps. I don't want my friends trying to hook me up with anybody or to meet anybody from anywhere. Like, I literally just want to (laughs) be. And it is... It's a freeing feeling because I think I've been waiting for this feeling for so long. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) I'm like, wow, why did it take me so long to get here? And yes, I understand everybody's journey is different. But God, your girl really went (laughs) on the biggest roller coaster ride of her entire life. And I couldn't get off. I was stuck in that seat for the longest time. So that is what's going on here. If you've been in that season, please tell me I'm not alone because right now it feels like I don't even want to tell anybody. And so now I'm telling the entire world on my podcast. But I got to that point and I was like, I wonder if I'm the only one who's feeling like this. Like, 
because majority of my friends are all married. I think like besides one or two, I'm one of the last ones to get married or have kids or anything. And so I don't want to ask them because I'm like, they're probably going to be like, whoa, you're like really pathetic, girlfriend. Um, <laughs> and so please reach out. Please tell me <laughs> that you are in the same boat or have been. And yeah, I am doing a lot of things on my own, um, like building furniture, which I actually didn't mind. I was like, what? This is so therapeutic right now. But no, I'm looking for other things around here. So I would love to do like a sip and paint night on my own and like make new friends and stuff, which brings me to if you heard in the beginning, I said, welcome to the sorority. And the sorority kind of came out from me wanting to forever be in a sorority. However, having sororities and frats and stuff aren't a huge thing in Canada. So if you don't know, I was born and raised in Vancouver, BC. So I'm a Canadian girlie through and through. You'll probably hear it in the accent. I might drop an A or I might drop it down low. No, I'm just kidding. But um, they weren't big in Canada. And that's where I went to university. And there were a lot of things happening around the school. And I was super involved in that way. And I know a couple of the schools had sororities and fraternities. However, it was nothing like what you see happening in the U.S. And so I think I've always wanted that experience, but never got it. But when I think of sorority, I think of like sisterhood. I think of friends and including everybody. I obviously know there's other parts of the sorority that are just, it's not my vibe. Um, So there's never ever going to be hazing or anything like that. But I wanted to create this sisterhood among here for a good time because I want this to be a sisterhood of girls who are ready to make friends and learn and um, just share their stories with one another and hang out. Like, hello, that's what we're doing here is we're hanging out. So that is where the sorority came from. And the way that I am living that through is obviously through camp. So we have January camp coming up. And what it is, is it's camp good time. And what happens at camp good time? All the good times. Um, but for January, we have a Airbnb, which is so freaking cute, up in the mountains. And we're going to be doing some snowmobiling and a few other surprises that I have on deck. My girls listen to the show, so I don't want to give anything away. But the one in summer, I'm still trying to find a spot. I'm hoping to keep it in Washington. If not, I'm looking at Montana, Idaho, or Oregon. So somewhere in the PNW. So I'm a PNW girl through and through as well. But the summer one, we are going to have up to 100 women they're going to be from all over and the women coming in January are literally from all over as well. Um, but my goal is to have 100 women next summer come together for camp to not only make friends, but also learn how to love themselves. We're going to have some somatic healing there. We're going to have one of camp counselors who's going to be taking you through some self-love practices and getting down to the nitty gritty bits of you and yeah, the camp counselors that we have lined up are super cool. We have so many activities planned for that. You get to choose your own adventure, so you don't have to do any of the activities or you can do all of them. If you need some downtime, I got you. I'm that type of girl too. I'm the most extroverted person you will ever know. So after camp, I probably won't speak to anybody for like three days. I know. I know. I, everyone's like, oh, maybe you're an extro or introverted extrovert or whatever. And I'm like, wait, did I say I'm the most extroverted? 
No, let me let me reel that in. I'm the most introverted person. <laughs> I feel like from me talking right now and how quick that was, you're probably like, actually, you're insane. Like you're a category of your own sister. But I'm actually very introverted. And so when I go to like events or I host events or anything like that, I literally cannot speak to anybody for at least a day or three afterwards. I remember when I used to host my events in Seattle because I owned a community out there for women entrepreneurs, which is going to be coming back, by the way. Um, And whenever I would get home from the events, my boyfriend at the time would ask me like, oh, like, how was it? And all of this. But he knew not to ask me anything after that because I was literally dead and I needed to shower and just get into bed and like probably have sex. And that was it. Um, And then just I wouldn't talk to anybody the whole day the following day. And so, yeah. But anyways, I know there's other introverts out there, but I want you to still come and I want you to make friends. And I know how it is making friends as an adult because everybody kind of goes their own way. And, you know, people start moving to other cities or other countries, which is so freaking cool. Um, But they start moving away or they get married or they have kids and everybody's schedules all over the place. So, whether you come with a group of friends and this is your weekend away and you not only connect with each other, but also new friends outside of that, or you come solo, I can guarantee you, you are going to leave with friends. And I think that's like what's so amazing about having something like a community of women who come together is at least the women that I've been around and I'm hoping the women that I attract to camp are women who are looking to be super open to making new friends and being super inclusive regardless of anything. Um, So yeah, that is where sorority came from. And I cannot wait. I am so excited for not only where this podcast is going, but just meeting all of you in person and like hanging out. I know and I see that there's listeners from all over the place, which is so exciting. So hello. I always see people listening in like Germany and Denmark along with South Africa, which is so freaking cool. Um, but hello to wherever you are. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the sorority. And I cannot wait to continue this adventure with you next week. I will see you on video. And if you haven't yet head to my Spotify or the link in my bio and leave me a voice message because I would love, love, love to include you in my next episode along with my guests, we'll be answering questions live. So it's kind of like an Ask Alicia segment. Send me any of your questions. It can do with friendships, relationships, really anything. If I know how to answer it, I will. If I don't, then I'll find somebody for you who knows how to answer it. And we'll have that question when that guest is on the show. So go do that and I will catch you on the next episode. See you then.